0: Three Dogs North is an attempt to objectify the subjective with little violence as possible. The following has been torn from its origins in space and time and put entirely at your disposal.
1: Alright,
2: here we are. Mm. You got the yawns, man? I do have the yawns. Oh. Right when the
1: camera came on.
0: The camera yawns. You know, the camera adds three yawns.
1: <laughs> That's the old Hollywood phrase, isn't it? Speaking of Hollywood. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Rob's about to jump into the smartphone pool. hmm What are you most excited about? I mean, the dumb phone
2: pool. Freedom. Freedom
1: freedom that's it man your story's been your
2: story's been cool even uh even driving when you drove down here without like a phone and you were just noticing like road signs and stuff (laughs) you
1: were so interested in street signs (laughs) is that Maine? is this central (laughs) Whoa! is this central (laughs) oh is that fourth over there oh my gosh is that fourth on the other side of this road (laughs) hey i don't know you sound like an old person it's the blue line that's what we're following yeah. <laughs> yeah we're the arrow okay this is a blue line. We're
0: the circle with a triangle in it the blue line is the way now
1: take me to where i want to go <laughs> take me to your taco mm. yeah you you did love the signs
0: well it's what <laughs> it's all you have It's like i realized after i downgraded i'm like oh yeah thank god they didn't get rid of the signs like, cause I used to look at those. How long have
2: really do we have left with signs, though? That's the question. I know. That's what's crazy. Mm, that's one thing I've that's noticed. What's crazy. <laughs> one
0: thing I've noticed is that uh, that, uh so, I, so I still have my iPhone I use for some things, and I uh, carry it in my backpack usually. Plus, it's got all my all my contacts in it. So if somebody calls or texts from a number I don't have in my new phone, I check it on that. But every once in a while, I'll be like, oh, I need to know, I need to go this place. So I'm just going to look it up real quick on my iPhone and then just like mentally map it. But the, I don't know if it's the screen or whatever. For some reason, the app doesn't put a lot of the street names. They just draw the line. Hmm. And then you're like, I'm zooming in like, okay, what, what highway is that? Or what street is that? And it won't say, um, which is really, really annoying, but then I go on my laptop and it and it says all the streets, but I'm just like, this is not for mentally map. This is not for looking
2: ahead to how do you get here? This is only for navigating. Mm. I would that, I would say, um, I was thinking back in my last experience really without having a smartphone. Cause I, I guess I'm planning on using the phone just like if I need it, you know, I think I'm hoping that's kind of what it will turn into. Like if I'm, Out somewhere or going somewhere like I'll have my flip phone with me and if I need to call somebody I will which I don't know there's there's something to that I've been thinking honestly it's been coming up in prayer a little bit and been thinking back to our Holy Land pilgrimage which that would have been like 2017 Hmm. and so I had my phone with me then but had like data off because You know, what do you have to have an international package or something like that? And it was too expensive to do for that for that long when we were over there. But I don't know. I mean, just the idea of like, like walking around, and um, it's not that it's not being like, oh, you can never be on or off or anything like that. But just just the notion, just that simple flip of like or that switch to I say go with flip let's go with flip let's go mm-hmm. with flip I think it's yeah fitting on a couple areas um <laughs> but there's just something it's its really simple but just that notion of like okay I can use this if I need it mm-hmm. versus like somehow this is in my brain to like let me know that it's still there yeah yeah
0: hmm. I I recognize that like it's like a lot of things for me that's fine for you you can use it but I know myself and this thing the the flip phone I'm in control of it's a tool I use whereas the smartphone it was not it was just something that like kind of would get a grip on me and it was living in my pocket and what this I just like I find I leave behind so often if I go to the gym if I Go pray my holy hour, go do anything where I'm just like, I'm not, I wouldn't answer the phone right now anyway. So why am I carrying it? Um, and if it's a text, the text will just pile up and I'll answer them all at once when I'm, when I'm done with this workout or holy hour, or whatever a conversation. Um, but it just doesn't have the same mental grip on me, uh, which that's, that's the freedom you're talking about. Do you want to shout
2: out Anne Marie? Yeah, for- that Ann Marie, you, that was the line. That got me to finally jump off the cliff. Anything for freedom.
0: And Emory, if you switch to a dumb phone, please write in and let us know how it goes.
1: Or we can have her on as a
2: silent guest. We could definitely have her on as a silent guest. That'd be great. Mm. The last memory... Well,
1: dude, that's a good point about the Holy Land... That uh, we didn't have phones. I don't think I really ever considered that we had.
2: That was some of the happiest days of my life, and we had no phones and no money.
1: We had so little money, so little money, man. We had to no. We we
2: planned for at least a couple weeks and pooled our money to buy a water heater that worked over there. (laughs) I forgot. You mean like a kettle? (laughs) Yeah, a kettle. Because we brought one. Mm -hmm. That was the whole thing. We brought one and we thought we had a converter, but we didn't. And we blew the Mm. only two fuses we had. So then we lost our whole converter. We tried it twice.
1: Yeah, Yeah, we failed twice. (laughs) It was like a big... That was all the money we had. It was like bypass... Well, you could make coffee in your room because we had a portable French press type deal. Me and Scott did the same thing. We bought a kettle over there. Oh, man, dude.
0: Yeah, it the was coffee, costly. The coffee situation that sucked over there. We figured it,
2: <laughs> it out. It was though. a mess. We, it, it was a battle. Did we? <laughs> well, they put
1: those seeds in it, or what it They did. Yeah. We could never figure out how to keep the what were those? I things? don't know.
2: But the language barrier, man. We we would go into stores and like they kind of knew we meant business, you know. Of they didn't know what we were saying. But they knew we wanted something specific and they love to put those seeds in with the coffee. But
1: they love them. Um, so I would wanted... have to watch the guy
0: yeah. eventually and he could see. You mean like cardamom or something? They put it in with the grounds?
1: Yeah. Is it? I can't remember if it is. is it... The... Yeah, I think What's it's cardamom. Exact... It's kind of like the spice. It adds a little bit of like mm-hmm. aromatic to the coffee. Yeah, it's almost like cinnamony. Yeah. But it, it's yeah, it's very Arabic Is is like it just kind of has that
0: flavor and mm-hmm. smell to it. Funny story, very quick, about Matt Marshall. Father Matt Marshall, do you, do you know this oh, story? Baby. We
1: always have time for a Matt Marshall story.
0: <laughs> he, uh, Maybe this is more funny if you know him because he's, he's kind of just an impulsive, uh, super, super uh, caring and kind guy. But he'll just do things that are kind of like, why did you just do that? Um, and one of them, I think he was serving like a confirmation in his diocese. It was some big mass with lots of kids at it and they were low on incense and he had cardamom or something in the rectory or oh or in sacristy or something and he's like wow well, this is this kind of like smells aromatic maybe it'll work and he adds in a bunch of cardamom to the, just to kind of like lace in the in the little bit of incense that there's left and the bishop puts it on the charcoal <laughs> in the back of the in the back of the church he walks in and it's just plumes of black (laughs) acrid smoke just like hanging over the congregation and people are coughing and he just walks he walks immediately up through the sanctuary into the sacristy (laughs) and outside to dump it out and people asking him at some seminary like what what were people's reactions you know were they (laughs) he goes the children were crying
1: (laughs) (laughs) that does sound like something he would say that, oh my gosh.
0: Anyway, the seeds and the cardamom. You, so you had to keep them from putting it in the ground?
1: Yeah. And so we would, like, we had the thing written out so that we didn't, so that we could tell them. We, like, tried to translate we it for them, and We took signs.
2: still... Took signs, like, holding it. up as they were making our coffee. <laughs> Dude, the yeah. smartphone,
0: you have Google Translate. You could
1: have... You it was a, a no-phone situation. Mm-hmm. But the guy could see, he could see just the hint of crazy in my eyes, <laughs> like put it in there, do it, <laughs> do I, I it dare you. And so it, we would have to watch him and, and he you know, he'd put in the beans and be like, yeah, good, good. And then he'd go to reach for the other stuff. Be like, no, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Okay. Yes to this, no to that, but they would still sneak it in somehow, man. We never figured that out. But the, the bigger point is that life, Life without the phone there was, I think, added a lot. It was, that was added a lot of richness to the trip that I never really considered before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before that, you know, like what you were saying, you leave your phone everywhere, Connor. Dude, in college, I would lose my phone, mm-hmm. like lose it, have to get a new phone. <laughs> lose, lose. A couple of like times once a year. A, like once a semester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For various reasons. Usually, because uh, you were studying like, so hard overstudy just leave them in different locations tired from in the study. library <laughs> yeah I get that oh my gosh yeah just all those late nights in the in the library is <laughs> exhausting um, dude speaking of the language barrier in the holy land one of
0: my favorite stories about this is that um, you know how there was really no way to do your laundry except go to a laundromat so, oh, I, so there's yeah.
2: another way <laughs> <There's not laughs> did you find did you
0: go to the river jordan or something no nope. no nope. anyways i went to the laundromat and it was one of these like super cheap just give them a garbage bag of your clothes and they give you a garbage bag back and uh i went and picked it up a couple of days after i dropped it off and i just said my name's connor and the the uh, woman looks on the shelf with all the bags and she pulls one down and gives it to me and it just has like three hebrew characters uh, like in a card taped to the bag, and so I took it off, and I asked someone on the street, "I was like, can you tell me what this says?" And she goes, "Connor," and I was like, "I don't know why that blows my mind." <laughs> <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> I like, I have no idea. This is just three lines, and that's how they they wrote it. Like. I don't know if you just were to write down what <laughs> like a Vietnamese guy said or a Polish guy said their name was in whatever you thought it sounded like in your in your language and then uh, Do you get why that blows my mind? I don't know why.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's just an early morning for you, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sort of, I mean I sort of I I think I get it. I think I get it. I would be curious to see how you spell Mike. Or Michael in Hebrew. Well, I'm that sure one—that name
0: I would expect to have a Hebrew because it is Hebrew, Michael. Right. But my name is just like C N R. I think that was what she wrote. And
1: Connor, Connor, yeah. just the phonetics that it would be in a in different alphabet, alphabet,
0: a different like it's a it's a name that's not from that linguistic tradition, and it doesn't seem to have consonants, and that the la- laundromat lady and then this person on the street would both get it right with just this little amount of data. That's what. Was kind of crazy. I thought it was cool. Did it make you well, feel
2: small in a good
0: way
1: or a bad way? It made me feel very connected in an all right way. All right. All right. We're getting somewhere, <laughs> dude. I, I am tempted to play the um, our life was harder than yours game. It's mm-hmm. like you went to a laundromat and somebody did your laundry.
0: Dude. kids these days
1: right <laughs> Dude. Dude, <laughs> back in my day we had to do laundry in <clears throat> our sink yes. <laughs> which we literally did The whole, your all your laundry we did a, a, outside of Jerusalem we went to a laundromat and I did my own laundry thank you very much mm. and actually the dryers were insane so I'd shrunk a bunch of my shirts <laughs> which is a bit of an issue but we got over it it's okay but for the most part, we had to hang dry. <laughs> we had to hang dry all of our laundry after we washed it by hand in the
2: in the sink. Hmm.
1: In our, in our and we would rooms. just
2: set up an apparatus wherever, whatever room we were in, that our clothes didn't drip over our beds. And we would have it. We'd rearrange the beds and get the get the the line out and made it work. You're like nomads. Oh, dude, do you remember Pilger
1: House? Pilger House. In, yeah in galilee in, in galilee it's like a that super, place was great but the coffee nice.
0: situation was terrible there i remember well, we, we had
1: our own coffee situation at that point yeah so we, I did, we didn't
0: yet and it was like we're, we're at this fancy Pilgerhaus, and we can't <laughs> like they didn't open the dining room until 10 a.m for coffee
1: so fancy what are the germans doing because it's a german pilgrimage house right that's pilgrim house yeah but but i think
0: it was fancy and galilee is so beautiful mm. like i've Galilee's been so i've been beautiful. meditating a lot on um john five six like the multiplication of the loaves walking on the water the bread of life discourse and just part of the imaginative scene is having been in galilee and you're just like this is heaven i could see heaven being very much like this place the water mm-hmm. the greenery the mountains the like small cities and villages
1: it's beautiful i i remember thinking like yeah that's why jesus spends so much time up mm. here like gee this is a beautiful place man that's where i that's where we became friends with jesus mm. at the for real up there but in in pilger house it's like you're at this fancy fancy hotel and we're only there because the seminary put us up there and and you know we're there for like a week as we're just bouncing around and their staff says well if you want us to do your laundry like we can it'll just be about a billion (laughs) dollars to wash your socks and we're like uh no thank you so in this i don't know like how many stars you would give it but nice hotel that we were in and we had it looking like the slums yeah so we had like (laughs) hanging lines of (laughs) of like undies and all outside in the hallways and they actually came by and they were like guys you can't do this it looks like it looks like you live in the slums here you know it's like it's like well if you do our laundry it will cost a billion (laughs) dollars we don't have a billion
2: dollars
0: you've got (laughs) us bent over a barrel here pilgrim house (laughs) what choice do we have
1: you come on man what are we supposed to do? So those were in, we were caught in the barn. Those
2: were enchanted days, though. Yeah, simpler times. That is cool. We'll, yeah, we'll look, we'll look back on these days and say there are simpler times as well. I closed the. Uh, we finished up on. Um, don't want to timestamp this, but Tuesday evening, we won't say what the date is. Of a couple of nights ago, we finished up our book club at MPH, and. Mm. Uh, so Baron's last chapter in the Eucharist book is j- just the real presence. And it's so good. Like it's, he just walks through <clears throat> a lot in, you know, 15 pages, but uh, he starts with John six and he just does a pretty detailed walkthrough of John six. And that's actually what I talked about in book club, not, not trying to make it a lecture, but I just tried to tell him like how beautiful the sea of Galilee is like even to be able and try and to try and picture this of like they're in this place and he's using this like really stark language and people are leaving and yeah so i feel like i've kind of been back there just from that meditation from from baron as well
1: yeah do you did we ever share the morning that we went down for our early morning wake up and coffee and holy hour on the sea of Galilee. Did we ever talk about that on the I, on the cast? I've
0: never heard you tell the story. Oh, man.
2: Dang. Was that a part of our 5-day our silent retreat? I was it I think it might have been the last morning. It was either the, the last, last morning, morning of the retreat or the last morning on the Mount of Beatitudes.
1: Right. Yeah, I think it was the last morning of the retreat. But mm. we we made a plan to go down and watch the sunrise over the sea of Galilee and <laughs> you kind of had to hike down this little pathway and I was a good ways, oh, yeah. not quite a mile, but
0: whose Is um, it just you two of you or Bremer Bremer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Us too. And, and Father Michael Bremer, ATL priest. Um, and we just, yeah, we wanted to see the sunrise on the sea of Galilee. And so we made one of those portable French presses and brought it down and, uh, you know, you're hiking down at it's still dark out. And actually, on the way down, there's a couple well, there's one Wichita guy in particular that in was like cave. literally hidden in a cave. <laughs> and he kinda of popped out and was like, Ugh. like, Whoa, dude. <laughs> that's like pretty troll like thing to do. I don't know. That's, that's about as troll like as you can
2: get. <laughs> hey, you- but he was just doing the same thing we were doing. He wanted to say you know? hello, but he also wanted to make sure we weren't coming for his cave. Like <laughs> <laughs> Hey, something uh, taken. Uh, uh. Like Cursed, what do trolls know do? You. What do Don't... trolls
0: do under the bridge that make you pay a, a toll? Is that where we get the word toll? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I hope not. I hope there's a better reason. Yeah, there that.
2: certainly has to be more history there. Yeah, it used
0: to be uh, I got to pay the troll, but then we just like shortened it to toll. Just toll. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh huh. I got to pay the toll. That's it. I think that is it. Now that you mentioned it,
2: I think that is it. That makes sense linguistically. Um, That's my only. That's the only picture that I have printed from our Holy Land pilgrimage. (laughs) Was you had your disposable camera, and we tried to take a a picture of our reflection, like the Sea of Galilee was behind us. And we tried to pic- take a picture of our reflection in the stainless steel French press with the Sea of Galilee behind us. Talk about talk about just Instagram gold if we would have nailed that.
1: Um, <laughs> it was gold. It, I have that as well. But it You're turned right.
2: out to just be a blurry picture of a stainless steel French press. <laughs> <laughs> you printed it out? Yeah. It's the only one I have. <laughs> like, It was amazing. That's hilarious.
1: Yeah, all I brought was a disposable camera. And so all of the individual photos that I had... And I, I journaled every day of like just what we did so that I could remember it. And then each of the days that I took a photo, I would mark photo. Hmm. And so that I, I knew which days were corresponded to which photos were taken. Mm-hmm. And so then I, I put it in like a photo album and copied the journal note from the day there. Oh, that's really cool. It was a, It was a lot of fun. It was good to... It, and so then I would make duplicates of the photos of like friends that I was with and mm-hmm. pass them out to them. And But uh, the stainless steel one, we it was essentially trying to take a selfie mm-hmm. of a us. Uh, but you, you just can't take a selfie with a disposable camera mm-hmm. on the Sea of Galilee. You just, you just can't do that. So that's against the rules. Okay? And so the only way you could do it was reflection off of the stainless steel french press and uh it didn't come out like we were expecting (laughs) no you don't say (laughs) but was but watching the sun actually rise over the sea of galilee and then i just remember like uh watching the water kind of stir and specifically a lot of the birds that would fly mm. over the water in these cool formations, like right oh, yeah, they in do. line they and, down. and right over yeah. the water. You're like, what? And you're in that mode where you're disconnected from tech and all that, I'd say, unreality, and you're hyper-connected to reality. And it's just like <laughs> blowing your mind. Mm. It was a mega real experience. Yeah.
2: yeah that does. It just It makes me desire even more... But that, that was the fruit of that book club over Baron's Eucharist book. That's that's so cool. Was, uh, and it's kind of how we closed it. There was a really good, uh, yeah, kind of comment from, from one of the gals that I think r- wrapped it up really nicely. But uh, just like, man, friendship with Jesus, like, that's it. If you don't, if you get that, then if you get friendship with Jesus, like then the sacraments will become like awing and just like utterly perplexing of the gift that they are. But if you don't have a friendship with Jesus, then like, I don't know, it doesn't, it just doesn't hit home without it. So just that place, man, of like, yeah, going, going to the sea and like being there with him and yeah like connected to reality in in that way it's awesome it's kind of like
0: um i think cs lewis says this in surprised by joy but he talks about you know like how when we pursue joy for its own sake we often miss it but when we pursue god joy comes as a side effect of pursuing the true good that we're after and he's like you know if you if you go out into your garden on a fresh morning um trying to feel something like this contemplative spirit, because it's such a nice day or it's such a beautiful setting, nine times out of 10, you'll feel nothing. But if you go out there to pray and offer your day to the Lord, or something to that effect, I can't remember the exact quote, but when you're not aiming at trying to make yourself feel something, instead, you just kind of go out with a contemplative openness to reality. Um, in some ways, it doesn't matter where you are. I mean, the galley is nice, but you could go there. And if you're a slave to your passions or your phone or whatever like you'll have all these birds swooping down over the beautiful waters and realize that like the lord was here with his 12 and the crowds and his mother and just be like yeah who cares there's no coffee at the pilga house you know like be totally unaware and unopened to the truth and the other thing i'm thinking is as you were talking about the mount of beatitudes i remember the church that was there and it wasn't particularly handsome like a lot of the churches in in the holy land are just like usually modern ugly things just set on top of historical sites like the church of the annunciation or the church at uh in capernaum over the peter's house um you know not particularly beautiful but the eucharist is there like i remember you know this is where the mount of the beatitudes where you're supposed to give the sermon on the mount and um you could go there and if you didn't believe in the eucharist you'd be like oh yeah jesus walked here isn't that cool this is where he gave that famous speech maybe because who knows? They didn't mark that. But as Catholics, we're like, and the Lord is here today, just as he is in my home parish, just as he is in my Newman Center in the chapel. Like uh, I can go here. And part of what makes this place transfigured is not just what happened 2000 years ago, but right now he's still here. And you guys can go down there and take this coffee kettle selfie. And like it's all it's all real um, and an event that is ever present. And the last thing I'll say is talking to Daniel Suyuni, my team director, we drove home together from uh, Michigan the other day from a team offsite. He was telling me about, he's thinking about dumb phone. wise. Have you heard of the wise phone? Um, It's like a, it's a kind of a medium ground, kind of like the light phone between a smartphone and a flip phone. But we were talking just about the attention economy stuff. And he's reading a book called, I think it's the Ruthless, Pursuit, a ruthless like elimination of, of hurry. hurry. Yeah, it's a exactly. good book. Yeah, and he said the the main thing, like the prime directive, is anything not anything for freedom, but anything for contemplation. You know, so including like just picking out your outfits in advance, so you don't have to choose what you're going to wear in the morning, so you can spend more time in the morning, just open to to God or to contemplation. um And I think that's what you're saying with the friendship with Jesus thing is like the eucharist is there this is this reality that permeates every thing as catholics that you can commune with jesus you can sit there like a friend next to a friend or you can even receive him into your own self and like your hearts become one you are one with him but you can you can put yourself you can shrink wrap yourself from grace and from that truth by all these dumb things and um things you pay attention to for that you don't really need to and I, that's what I was experiencing and I still experience to this day uh the dumb phone surprisingly did not cure me of that original sin um yeah. anyway it's 7:25 i got go.
2: uh, so to go Asa Lavista Do you have that picture Mike? I got to find it.
0: Yeah, if you I have a have digital send it to Megan. She can use it as
1: the cover. I can take a picture of that That's picture. better. That's even better. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that, and I'll send it to Megan.
2: All right. All see right. you, guys. Later. Follow see- Three Dogs North on Instagram. Three Dogs North are Juice, Seabisc, and Michael Metz.